0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes.
1: We are so glad to be here today. I'm Allison Moore, and I'm Chief of Geriatrics and Gerontology in the Department of Medicine at UC San Diego.
0: Hi, I'm Kai Wen, Clinical Services Chief here at the Division of Geriatrics and Gerontology. Thank you for having us.
1: This is our group here at our retreat um, last January. So, um, Kai, did you imagine that we'd um, be here today in 2020, ranked 13th in the nation when we got here in 2016?
0: You know, Allison, this is quite an opportunity for us here uh, to be 13th in the nation now, considering where we were at. Um, You know, so I'm very excited about this opportunity for us, and uh, certainly this is a wonderful dream.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. Um, So today, we'll be talking uh, with you about our mission and our vision, and we'll be sharing with you some details about our clinical care, our teaching, and our research, and about what we've accomplished and what we hope to accomplish. To recap, our mission, as stated on the slide here, is to optimize the experience of aging through excellence in clinical care, inspired teaching, and transformative research. And our vision is to create a better world for aging people. So um, we're going to start with clinical care.
0: Thank you, Allison. Uh, so I'm going to talk about our clinical excellence here at UC San Diego and really about age-friendly care. So we are excited to talk to you about our journey to number 13 and as a part of that work, our journey with age-friendly health systems. We are considered early adopters in this movement. Uh, nationally. And among that work, uh, we have become part of a national initiative to improve senior care. And we are the first health system in San Diego to join Age-Friendly Health Systems and to also be recognized by the Institute for Healthcare Improvement as uh, committed to care excellence. Uh, As a part of that work, we are able to work very closely with our leadership to create the first inaugural Geriatrics Quality Medical Director who is Dr. Lindsey Yorman. As part of that work, it's to improve age-friendly care across the continuum here at UC San Diego Health. And that builds upon our programs that currently already exist as we are niche designated hospital in in exemplar status. As part of age-friendly health systems, the focus is on the 4M's framework. To briefly describe that to you, it's a focus on what matters to patients, with goal concordant care with what they would like with their health, but also to focus on mentation, particularly with dementia, coexisting depression, and also delirium that can sometimes be seen in the hospital. But it's not only there, it's also focused on medications regarding our seniors and also focus on mobility to keep our seniors functional. So these are all the wonderful opportunities that we have to offer with age-friendly health systems. As part of the age-friendly health system work, We have an array of services that we provide here for senior care among our geriatric clinical service lines. Particularly, there are a lot of new programs, such as the Senior Emergency Care Unit that is primarily run by the Emergency Medicine Department with their work with the West Health Institute, but also newer programs such as the Inpatient Trauma Consult Service, uh, our work with the Neurosciences and Geropsychiatry Departments for the Center for Brain Health and Memory Disorders to take care of patients with dementia and to have continuity, but also with population health, where there's wraparound services for our senior members and also providing home-based care and care even at skilled nursing facilities. But not to forget some of our foundational programs that have existed for a very long time, which is Senior Behavioral Health, which is the only geropsychiatric unit of its kind in Southern California, but also, for our foundation of our care, which is our outpatient geriatric services, which is medicine for seniors. So I would like to talk about future clinical initiatives, uh, which we hope to continue building upon our age-friendly programs. And that also means to build upon interdisciplinary infrastructure. As part of that, as you could see here mentioned, is the You're Only Old Once book by Dr. Seuss that he wrote in 1989, which it turns out is a memoir of his experiences receiving care that was not age-friendly. And we hope in his honor to be creating a new clinic space for medicine for seniors, and imagining what that care could be like under age-friendly care, which is incorporating the four Ms discussed in the previous slide. As part of that, we hope to build a true uh, team-based approach where we have social workers, nurse practitioners, pharmacists also helping our seniors, also to provide an environment where seniors are welcome. We've gotten permission from the Dr. Seuss Enterprises and are currently working with the Dr. Seuss Foundation to secure funding to be able to paint this space, to be able to mural the images of the you Only Old Once book into this future Medicine for Seniors clinical space. The hope is that that will inspire wonderful and age-friendly care for our seniors and also provide a welcoming environment in only a way that Dr. Seuss can provide. As part of building upon the age-friendly programs, we hope to continue having geriatricians embedded in clinical teams, also even models of care such as the acute care for the elderly, which is a unit in the hospitals, and also programs such as the orthopedics co-management care, and also the geriatric services verification that essentially embeds geriatric principles and geriatricians within clinical teams.
1: Thank you, Kai. All right, now we'll move on um, to our teaching program. So uh, we call that inspired teaching and our aim is to increase geriatrics expertise. Uh, Geriatricians are rare individuals. Um, In comparison to the large number of older adults in the the US, close to 50 million, there are only fewer than 7,000 geriatricians versus 200,000 primary care physicians or PCPs. So our goal is to do the best we possibly can to train as many geriatricians as we can and to train as many others as we can to understand the needs of older adults. Um, So to that end, we have a geriatrics fellowship that's based at both UCSD and the VA, and we train up to three fellows each year. Um, that's a picture of our three fellows from last year. Um, we, in addition, have a brand new coming up this year, geriatrics quality improvement fellowship co-funded with the West Health Institute and led by uh, Dr. Lindsay Yorman, um, who you saw uh, name of earlier. And um, we'd like to, um, as a future goal, have a more sustained commitment to funding for our fellowship programs because each year it's a little iffy. Um, second, we have um, residency training that has been done in San Diego also for quite some time we train not only um, our internal medicine residents family medicine residents and pharmacy residents at UC San Diego we also train um, residents from other uh, programs in the city like family health centers Scripps and Camp Pendleton Um, so we've done we do a lot of residency training but we'd like to do more and we'd like to offer more experiential educational programs for them novel educational programs for them Um, We train medical students, too. So we have a student interest group um, that's been active for a number of years. And uh, through the generosity of Dr. Ruth Covell, former member of our faculty and a geriatrician, she provides an award each year to a graduating medical student who is interested in geriatrics Um, and so that's a, also a support for our program. And we have elective rotations in both the third and fourth years of medical school uh, for students to get more education in geriatrics. Uh, we, of course, like to offer additional training programs for students, including longitudinal partnerships with older adults so that the students get to know uh, an older adult over time and, and get to know, how, you know the, all the wonderful aspects of, of being an older person um, like we do. We also want to um, increase gerontology expertise, that is the study of aging. So, um, to that end, um, and, and also clinical aging beyond doctoring. So, we have this incredible program called the San Diego Imperial Geriatric Education Center. This is in partnership with um, San Diego State University, and it's funded by the um, Health Resource and Services Administration. Um, this is a um, program that is in San Diego and Imperial counties, educates um, the workforce. So a whole variety of disciplines, social work, nursing, physicians, physician assistants, and it educates them to understand the needs of aging people, including the focus on people with dementia. We also do a lot of research training here, um, primarily funded by the National Institute on Aging. There's been a longstanding program called MSTAR, and that's been led by Dilic Jeste for many years. And this last year, I had the privilege to join him in this effort. There's also a brand new um, training program called the T32 uh, that uh, is focused on aging, led by Andrea LaCroix here in the Department of Family Medicine uh, and Public Health, soon to be School of Public Health, or already School of Public Health, uh, Uh, That trains postdocs as well as junior faculty in in aging science. And uh, finally, we have a, um, uh, since I came anyway, a monthly geriatrics and gerontology grand rounds that's open to the community uh, where we share, you know, various topics in aging uh, science, education, and clinical care. Um, So for all these programs, we, of course, would love funding for interdisciplinary training. We'd love to do more in the community um, to um, educate them about all these topics and to learn from them. Last um, on the um, mission areas is research, so transformative research and aging. So I came here courtesy of the Larry L. Hillblum Chair in Geriatric Medicine. That really enabled me to focus on building um, this program. And I can tell you sort of every other thing in research is um, because of my being able to have that time, because when I came, there was pretty much not anything. So um, one of the new things that we have is this gerontology research collaborative. I was able to recruit um, Dr. Anthony Molina, who's a gerontologist from Wake um, Forest. University, and with this collaborative, we have monthly seminars with um, aging scientists across the multiple institutions in San Diego who do aging science at Salk, Sanford, Burnham, um, San Diego State. Uh, that's been a terrific opportunity. We also um, have been able to uh, recruit other aging scientists in our division and have others from other uh, entities join us to do aging science here. So we have um, and we uh, study a variety of topics listed there. So it's typical for aging scientists to, to study a variety of things because of the heterogeneity of aging. And um, so that's, you know, sort of par for the course. Uh, we've also been able to get a number of centers funded. Uh, so. The um, two that we have in hand thus far, and this is not easy to do, I gotta tell you, so I'm very proud of this, are the Alzheimer's Disease Resource Center for Minority Aging Research. This is funded by the National Institute on Aging. This is in partnership with SDSU, and it's, um, its goal is to fund underrepresented investigators from racial and ethnic minority backgrounds to do research on Alzheimer's disease. Um, and we were in year three of that um, center. And um, we also just recently got word we received um, in partnership with Salk and, and SBP Research Institutes, a Nathan Schock Center of Excellence in the Basic Biology of Aging, another NIA-funded, National Institute of Aging-funded center. That's, um, we are a partner site with them. And that. Um, It's courtesy, again, of Anthony Molina being here. He does translational research. So the basic biologists at at Salk and Sanford Burnham um, give him their specimens, and he's going to develop a cohort also of people that they want to do their, their research with him. In progress, um, I've been leading this effort here to get another center. It's a Claude D. Pepper Older Americans Independence Center. The goal um, of this center is to focus on technology to serve older adults to maintain independence. So in this effort, I've been partnering with many um, fantastic engineers here and data scientists and informaticists and ethics. Um, to to put together this center um, that will um, th- that has this focus. And then other future endeavors we have are many and some of these are listed here we'd like to have a geriatric science mobile research initiative which will be a community deployed platform to understand mechanisms that underlie aging and test interventions to to either um, ameliorate some of the negative aspects of aging and enhance the positive aspects of aging in the community a place where too little research occurs Uh, We'd also like to develop a center for diversity in aging. We do have that resource center for minority aging focused on Alzheimer's disease. We'd like to have more work done in non-Alzheimer's topics and include more people. Uh, and then, as always, uh, we'd like to have sustained funding for faculty, you know, more chairs. I came here because of this chair. We'd like to have more chairs to be enabled, more um, faculty to be able to focus on research um, and focus on their being able to do more program building like I've been able to do here. So, um, in conclusion, um, Kai, you want to take it away here?
0: Absolutely. So this is quite a journey for us uh, uh, to be 13th in the nation and to really to be able to accomplish our our goals to optimize the aging experience, uh, provide excellence in clinical care and inspire teaching, but also transformative research. So uh, we thank everyone for your time. And again, thank you.